From the All-Ireland Business Foundation, this is Elaine Carl bringing you AIBF Business Talk. AIBF is an independent national body tasked with enterprise development and the promotion of best-in-class businesses as business all-stars. Today, I catch up with Gary Bradley, Managing Director of CrossPhilip Engineering, one of his many business interests which expands to the training, learning and development and also the beauty industry. Thank you so much for joining me on AIBF Business Talk today, Gary. Gary, you know, you're an absolute serial entrepreneur. It's come down maybe through the bloodline because you're a next generation family business. But tell us about the work that you do across Philip Engineering. Uh, thanks, Elaine. Um, yeah, across Philip Engineering was started 26 years ago by my dad. Um, he was now retired and I've taken on the, the role of, of keeping it running here. Uh, looking enough, last year was we were recognised by the Wexford Chamber. We won actually the family business of the year against some very big companies compared to what we have. You know, only 10, 10 guys here or some of the other lads at a hundred. So it shows we're doing something right to be still going through with a couple of recessions we've had and we're still fighting strong, yeah. So coming out after 26 years, you know, your dad has, has, has moved on, he's taken retired. What does it feel like to take the reins? Is there a lot of pressure on those shoulders? Yeah, well, I'd say he's retired, but I wouldn't say moved on. He, he doesn't <laughs> not be around, uh, as anybody in a family business will know. They don't just uh, up and leave someday. Um, no, look, there's, there's definitely changes and there's new ways of thinking and old systems out and new systems come in. And especially, it's very indigenous to the company we're in, where, you know, lasers and CNCs, you know, every five, ten years, there's a revolution in how systems work. They all cost big money and, you know, you need to have a 10 or 20 year plan. You know, these are not bought to, to set up and they're going to be running next week and making money. It's their long-term investment. So, you know, definitely uh, as generations move into different companies, there's definitely, a, a dip, you know, the, the outlook is is a, a little bit skewed, you know. So in other words, you need to really need to kind of keep abreast of the changes and keep up with the times as well. And Gary, you know, I, you know, you're you're extremely admirable because you've diversified into a couple of other businesses as well along the route. So it's obvious that your entrepreneurship is to the forefront and comes very naturally. So tell us about the trading and consulting side then that you have as well. Yeah, so I was always uh, qualified as a trainer, would never actually put it into practice. Um, I suppose, you know, go back seven or eight years ago and we had a lot of training to renew here with CrossFit of Engineering. And my wife has her own company that was involved in training. So we had a centre and everything to you. So it was kind of a no-brainer, really, to put two and two together and get four. So, uh, yeah, Ignite Training was kind of formed out of that. And um, I'm in a position now where I can stand back from that. And I have trainers looking after the training. And I had handled the consultancy side myself. But, yeah, we do all the safety and things. But, look, a lot of the same traits follow from the construction and engineering sector into the safety sector to go hand in hand. So... Um, so very complimentary. So you were yeah. able to see, I suppose, a niche and a requirement there, given your, you know, your expertise in the engineering side of things for different trainings, you know, in the in industry side, health and safety, all of that good stuff. So they're very complimentary yeah. in itself. Yeah. And there was also a, an element we were doing training with, with, you know, many various different companies. And, you know, and I had the same feedback from other companies who were, um, there was a lot of people coming out of college that maybe didn't have industry experience and they were teaching you what they needed to teach you. But some of it wasn't practical and some of the mm -hmm. practical things that you wanted to learn wasn't being covered. So um, to, so the course we put in place was very much a practical side of it. Still ticked all the boxes, still did everything that was required. But we focused on some of the more, you know, real life scenarios. You know, and then once you can bring, you know, 
10, 15 years experience to their table, you, you know, the do's and the don'ts come quite apparent. Like, so yeah, absolutely very complimentary. And I think, uh, Gary, you know the, the phrase that says, you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket. And that certainly, I think, rings true for yourself. There's, there's obviously some kind of characteristics or some type of particular mindset or traits that an entrepreneur, you know, has or needs to have in order to be so diversified, um, but also to be made of steel in order to take those chances and those risks and in, in spreading themselves. What do you, would you see as being some of the top traits that an entrepreneur needs to possess to, you know, to be able to go for it like you have? Oh my God, that's some question, isn't it? Um, I think if you had the answer to that, you could write many books about it, Elaine. Um, uh, first and foremost, it must be uh, your family. Um, if I didn't have the family uh, behind me, very fortunate, which she has, you know, her own company as well and understands it. But if you don't have that at home, you, you can't go down this road because, you know, the bad days, you don't get to leave it on your shoulders. And when everyone else clocks out at half four to go home and you're still in the work, you know, here in the office at 10 o'clock at night wondering how you're going to, you know, if you're overtrading, you're trying to make wages or you're worried about next month's work. You know, the guys working for you don't care about this, but uh, definitely there's an awful lot of stress that's brought home and you need a support group around you. And also then as you're building, what makes it a little bit easier is if you can build and you create the right staff and the right management around you, it means you can uh, not micromanage, but you can multitask far better. And, mm -hmm. you know, so you have all the managers in place, they're able to run, so you build it up, get it to where you need to be, leave someone in charge, you move along to the next sector. and. Hopefully, you have the right people in place so they can look after it for you, yeah? So mastering that art of delegation, I think, is is one of the biggest challenges for any owner-led, you know, business. It's like, at what point in time are you comfortable to say, I can trust my team to do what I'm doing so I don't need to be involved in the day-to-day, -day, that I can actually take the bigger picture, you know, and work at the higher level. And as you said there, you know, in your engineering business alone, like, that's, the, that's you need to have, like, a five, ten-year view down the road as to where you're going what's coming what's coming down the line can i ask you gary what for any business person that's out there listening today that is you know maybe second generation you know in the family business you know what top tips would you give to them for getting on and being successful in business so from your own you know maybe any mistakes that you've made that you wouldn't like to see others repeating what's the top advice that you give them if you could give us three tips um I suppose the first thing is you can't, you know, the culture of where you are is there for a reason. And say for we're cross up here and we were trading for 20 years and it was a culture that got us through foot and mouth, the recessions, all the various things. So you have to be true to your culture. Now, if you want to change that and your 20 year plan is to move down the line, you know, what we do here is actually write a business plan every year and we follow it because other than that, you know, we've no roadmap to where we're going. But Definitely know where you're going, make it inclusive, especially with family-led businesses that everybody is involved in. And so, you know, the journey is a little bit easier for everyone and they understand why there's change. Because, you, you know, hope to God when I go to retire, some of my kids are here that <laughs> I understand why they're going, doing the things, you know, because it could, could easily be frustrating for, for someone going out. Um, time management would be top of my list for anything, not just family-led businesses. If you can't manage your own time or you're running around trying to do 10 different things, it just won't work, you, you know. So start on task, finish the task before you move on, but definitely have a diary that's very, very regimented into what you're, what you're going to do. Um, I don't know what... Yeah, there are three. There, there are two. There are two really good tips. Um, you know, so I'll take those two. So time management is definitely what I think that is a challenge for so many. And so much, it's not even about managing your time. It's about even being able to manage yourself, isn't it? To manage your time. 
and not to be like that magpie going after every new shiny thing you know to focus as you said there gary i think it's very important you said that remain focused on your task and get it done get it complete i i think the biggest thing in, in time management and i've seen it with some of the companies that i'm doing consultancy work is if you can find out where you're going and you have your five-year plan it means you can say no so like you were hoping you're going after all the shiny things they're only shiny if you don't know what your end task is. The sh- you know, when you go to your do your shopping each week and you have the middle aisle, lots of shiny things. <laughs> as long as you know you don't want them, you can walk past them or not. You know, you get to the till and you wouldn't be able to afford to pay what you have. So if you have a, a very set role of where you're going and how you're going to get there, all these distractions or shiny things that you call them are just distractions. And you can power through it. And when all the other companies are looking at the shiny things, you're on step two and step three. And it, it definitely helps getting very going yeah the, the, that, the that's great passion. perspective yeah it's kind of yeah but being able to say no that's a huge thing isn't it you know you, you well, always have to think of the opportunity cost you know by saying yes to something what are you saying no to or vice versa well, yeah, exactly that like to, to, if you want to know what you're working at or like we're in engineering and obviously it's very diverse but there's certain things we do and certain things we don't mm-hmm. you can't if you're going to be all things to all people you'll be nothing to nobody so you have mm-hmm. to find out what you are but the biggest way to figure out what you are is to know what you're not Mm. And if you were able to figure out, no, we don't do that anymore. I think, you know, that's that's a massive step for any company that someone walks through the door and say, sorry, we don't do that. But Billy or Jack down the road doesn't. I know it's hard to turn away customs, especially with times that we have. But, you know, you'll become known as the fellow that does X, Y or Z and not ABC, you know. Um, but that's, yeah, that's definitely a big thing in, in understanding your culture and where you are, who you are. So, Gary, what next for CrossFit Engineering and all the various business interests that you have? Oh, just keep it all afloat for the next few years. See what's going on with the, with the crisis we have, energy crisis, and all the various things. But look, it's it's regardless of the sector you're in or the company you're in. Uh, there's always opportunities to be taken out of, you know, various recessions or whatever is going to come. All these crises create opportunities. Um, you know, even with my uh, consultancy company, Ignite Training, we were the first company to, to issue COVID nineteen compliance training. So. You know, while everyone was at home saying, geez, there's nothing to do, and now I can't go training, we took the initiative, we went down to the road, you know, and we had, we had TDs in the doll who had, after doing training, was speaking about it. So, you know, don't look to the, to the gray side or the dark side, always look to the positives. What can I do that no one else has? Um, for the engineering, we've, just, we're, we're at a couple of crossroads and we have to decide where we're, where we're going to go. Um, if the next 10 years is hopefully we'll be where we are, maybe double the workforce and get into some more niche markets but it all requires massive investments and hopefully the sustainability markets especially in Wexford here with all the green lead and offshore wind and everything so mm-hmm. we'd see us get involved in that a little bit more yeah very good I think it was a Winston Churchill that once said never waste a good crisis so it's obvious Gary that you've never wasted nor have your family any of the crises that have presented themselves going back from the foot of mouth to COVID and, and everything else Gary it's no wonder chatting with you here today that you've been recognised as a thought leader in entrepreneurship by the All-Ireland Business Foundation what does this mean to you and uh, and your various business interests yeah I remember chatting to Kieran before and we were, he was going to go down a couple of different routes uh, but I suppose when you have four or five different companies it's you don't want to get one company recognized and not another and it was great mm-hmm. to have the thought leadership in entrepreneurship because it applies equally to all the companies and they all have that merit and distinction going forward because some of the companies you have and I even seen with other podcasts you do some of the people are in niche markets where they, there's no recognition for their sector 
Um, so, you know, and I, I, I was just seeing in the company, you know, and it kind of hit home that, you know, while we can always go into the newspaper and see the local awards or Westford Chamber under, but, you know, you have to remember there's companies there that are doing every bit as much work as some of these, but they're not getting recognised. And uh, look, I, I was delighted to, to receive the entrepreneurship one because I was able to say whether it's the barbecue company or Icon or, you know, the training company or CrossFit Engineer, they all were able to take, uh, you know, extract a little bit of value out with knowing that. No, absolutely. Awesome. And and I think, you know, it just kind of really elevates you, I suppose, to the great business person that you are and all of the acumen that you have. I think you've definitely mastered the art of delegation. You've definitely mastered the art of being able to, you know, plan, set out your vision, know where you're going. And that in turn has freed you up then to diversify your interests in various fields. And I think that is such a powerful lesson for any of our listeners here today, that you don't necessarily need to be the expert in any one field. You just need to know how to run a business and run it well. Yeah, well, sure. If you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. That's, that's the old saying. So if you're in a company, you don't need to know everything about what that company does. Like, yes, you need to know, you know, a vast amount. But if you can apply different people to run different sectors, you know, your accountant should know more about your accounts than you should, you know, and various things. So, um, yeah, 100%. absolutely. Getting the right people in the right positions is more important. Gary, thank you so much for joining me on AIBF Business Talk today. I look forward maybe to touching base with you in another year or two time to see all the other various business interests, you know, that have sprouted and that you've given birth to. And I think for any of our listeners and something I've personally really taken is that is the value of family and family support that you need around to that you need to have around you and build those support support structures. And because at the end of the day, there's no lines really between your family life and your work life. When you are a business owner, you know, are an entrepreneur, you live, eat and breathe it. Absolutely. But look, it's nice to be able to go for Christmas dinner and not talk about work as well, you know, and <laughs> go for Christmas dinner and not strangle everybody because of what happened in the work <laughs> before. So, you know, you have to draw a line where work stops and family life starts. And we you know whether that's with mm. your wife or your husband at home or with parents or brothers or siblings or whatever the case may be. Um, but look, there's, there's a lot to be taken from it. Some people say never work with family, but I found the opposite of having uh, some of the best you know, times and work with, with family members and wouldn't change it for the world. So. And I suppose it's yeah. all about respect and boundaries too at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah, and that goes both ways. Yeah. It so, does. <laughs> so, you know, but you just have to remember whatever whatever you're dishing out, you have to be prepared to take it as well. So, um, you know, and you have to have respect for who's, who's gone before you and who's going to come behind you as well. And everybody has different views. So, But that's, that's what makes this- it... We, we, we must treat this generation just as much as what how we what, you know how we expect to be treated when our turn comes you know to pass on at the other side right. gary thank you so much for joining me it's been a pleasure having you today thanks very much Elaine. thank you for listening to aibf business talk today i really do hope you enjoyed listening in to find out more about the all ireland business foundation and the work that we do especially the business all-stars program just go to www.aibf.ie remember Never put off until tomorrow what you can do today. Until next time, from your host, Elaine Carl. goodbye.